You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 118 of Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in this evening, or this morning, this afternoon, or this late afternoon, or you get the picture. Anyways, anyways, nice to have you here. I hope you've been staying cool over there. Boy, it has been a July day today. Have you been hearing the dog day harvest flies? I don't have a sound sample of these right off the top of my head, but I usually call them cicadas. And uh, I heard them for the first time a couple of days ago. This is always a sign to me that summer is here. They're in the trees and they, uh, they wiggle their butts around is basically how they make their sound. And they go... You know, but it's kind of a rat, more rattle in it. I can't... <clears throat> My human voice is not really getting the point across, but a very interesting sound. And uh, I think it was three days ago I heard him for the first time. It always brings back memories of being a little kid and being in the dog days of summer, hence the name Dog Day Harvest Fly. So that's cool and hasn't cooled down much out there. It's pretty humid. I was out doing a little bit of astronomy and the skies are pretty soupy, but the stars are shining through and I was looking at Vega. Vega is the, I have my book right here. I believe it's the sixth brightest star in the sky, slightly dimmer than Arcturus. Let's see what we have here. Um, A lot, pages and pages on Vega. Where did it go? It is approximately, this is according to Burnham's Celestial Handbook, An Observer's Guide to the Universe Beyond the Solar System, in three volumes. This is uh, volume two right here. Uh, Chameleon through Orion, the revised edition, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) I love books. Vega is approximately 27 light years distant and has an actual luminosity of 58 times that of our sun. Vega is a star of the Syrian as in Sirius type, with a surface temperature of about 9,200 degrees Kelvin, which would be about 20,000 degrees Fahrenheit, I believe, nearly twice as hot as the sun. Its diameter is estimated to be a little more than 2.7 million miles. 2.7 million mile diameter. Vega has a mass of about three solar masses and a density of about 0.2 the solar density. Okay, so it goes on to say, but here's something I didn't know about it. Well, I didn't know that either, but something that's a little more gripping, even though it's the thing is huge and it's burning really hot. Uh, it used to be the North Star or the Pole Star, as it's technically called, 12,000 years ago and will occupy the position again in the year 12,000 AD. So <laughs> that's... uh. At its closest, Vega is some four and a half degrees from the true pole, whereas it's now 51 degrees distant. So, in other words, the stars are moving around and the sun is rotating through the galaxy. And in the age of the dinosaurs, if you picture the galaxy as a big pinwheel, right? So in the age of the dinosaurs, the, the arm of the galaxy that we're in, that blade of the pinwheel was on the other side. So the dinosaurs saw a different different view than we did so and well and everything is moving around too so but they were on the other side of the galaxy and then the sun rotates back so we're spinning about 
about our axis, that's what gives us the day, and we're moving around the sun, that's what gives us our year, as we spin like a top on our axis. And uh, then the whole thing is moving around the galaxy and it takes, well, millions of years to go around the galaxy. Pretty cool stuff. So it's neat to look up in just this little pinprick of light in the sky. Makes you think all of these things, man. And the reason it's blue, I was looking at Vega and then I was looking at Antares, which is the alpha star in the constellation Scorpius. And Antares means rival of Mars. I could be mispronouncing it. Perhaps it's Antares. It depends. So, yeah, spiffing where you're from, right? Rival of Mars. And it is our angry, ominous red. It's actually burning cooler than Vega. The bluer the star is, the hotter it is. Sort of think of a flame, right? The blue part of the flame is the hot part. The orangish part is the cool. Relatively, I mean, it will all burn you. But kind of interesting stuff. So, Vega is out there. And there's some interesting things. A lot of people, since it's so bright and it comes up in the summer, it really captures a lot of people's attention. And it is a very interesting star to look at. I was just uh, looking at it through two different telescopes. And apparently it was its first star to get its picture taken. Vega, again, back to Burnham's here. Vega was the first star to be photographed on the night of July 16th through 17th in 1850. This historic photograph was made at the Harvard Observatory with the 15-inch refractor. The exposure was 100 seconds. In case you're wondering, all you photographers out there. So it, it darts and it shimmers in such this interesting way that's very befitting of either the deep cold of winter, but Sirius takes that place, or just this, this, this energy in the air in summer. It's like... It's, it's, it's this very sleepless star. It's there to party. Or uh, Howard P. Lovecraft wrote in the dream quest of the unknown death. I could really be, I've never even heard of this. This is again from Burnham's. Look, through that window shine the stars of eternal night. Even now they are shining above the scenes you have known and cherished drinking of their charm, that they may shine more lovely over the gardens of dream. Go now, the casement is open and the stars wait outside. Steer for Vega through the night into the space toward the cold blue glare of Boreal Vega. The stars danced mockingly, almost shifting now and then to form pale signs of doom that one might wonder one had not seen and feared before. And ever the winds of nether howled of vague blackness and loneliness beyond the cosmos. Yes, exactly. Can be a terrifying thing to contemplate and lovely and comforting all at the same time as you think of the stars wheeling high above the sky as we slumber in our beds. Part of this beautiful universe. Many different ways to look at the alpha star of Lyra. The cosmic liar that Orpheus used to charm everything and almost got his wife back from the underworld, but looked back before she was gone, before she was out, and then things didn't end too well. Lots and lots of history and mythology and legend in that star and that constellation has been captivating attention for centuries. So, if you want to see this yourself, 
Look out your window looking, well, it's pretty high overhead now coming up in the east. And it's that bright blue star up there. And you should even be able to see it through city lights. It's that bright. Sparkling in the summer night. So as Vega sparkles in the summer night and the car might not quite live up to the namesake of its, of its parent star there, let us take a few deep breaths being part of this beautiful universe. Go ahead and breathe in, breathe out. Let your eyes get heavy and relax and gently drift closed. Let us begin. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Make sure you get that pause in at the top. That's very helpful. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. But don't pop. Go at your own pace. Last one. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Very nice. Go ahead, wiggle your toes, open your eyes, and have a great evening over there. I've been having a good time. I want to do a shout out to Martha. I was speaking to her on the phone this evening. I called her up, had some questions about ragtime. I'm preparing this talk, and we we're talking about, she was telling me about the magic of the syncopation in Scott Joplin's music. I'll listen to it, it's just great stuff. And it just goes to show that what wonderful journeys one can take you start asking questions about a year and a half ago I started looking into well where does American music come from seemingly a simple question or simple question of oh what's that star up in the sky no telling where it'll take you you folks have a wonderful evening over there and we'll see you tomorrow good night <laughs>